The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, <laughs> I know I, I often say this is a very important show that we're going to hear and so on, but this is sort of uh, really basic uh, in terms of being most important. Um, I'm talking about the Ten Commandments. Now, what happened to your... I'm sure most of you who are listening were taught the Ten Commandments when you were little and um, knew them probably by heart. And do you know them now by heart? Or do you think that you're too cool to abide by these laws of a heart-centered civilization? Well, (laughs) never fear... Because if you, well, well, I should, probably shouldn't say that. You should fear because actually the decline of America is related to the fact that so many people are just sitting and sipping lattes rather than paying attention or remembering the Ten Commandments. But that is about to change because they are about to come to a billboard nearest you thanks to today's guest. Today's guest is Joseph Farah. He's the founder, editor, and CEO of WND.com, which was formerly known as WorldNet Daily. And he's also the founder of WND Books, which is a publishing company with the highest percentage of New York Times bestsellers in the U.S. And he also has been a nationally syndicated radio talk show, talk show host, and he has authored or co-authored or collaborated on more than a dozen books, including his 2003 bestseller, Taking America Back. So, Joseph, welcome to the show. Thank you, Carol. Do I have to be laying down on the couch? It helps. To you? <laughs> you know, um, I mean, I'm okay with that. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is this is a psychiatrist's couch, after all of that. And I was, as I was saying before we started, I was going to ask you to explain to people because I think this is so important um, in terms of you know what people want to know right away is um, who are you, That what makes you so passionate that you are starting off a Ten Commandments billboard campaign. You, you have just launched it. Mm-hmm. And who are you? Like, why of all the people in the United States did you have the, did you care enough to do this? And, and just before we started, this was like uh, really amazing. We were talking about um, where people can, can go to. Um, if they want to find out how to sponsor a billboard in their community. And you were saying that uh, the website, and I don't usually give out the website at the beginning because I don't want you all to go to that website now, wait until the end, but it's called the thetencommandments.com. And you were saying how that was available, and that just proves your point. <laughs> Who would have thought that that website would be available? It's really, 
it's really a remarkable story that uh, that I would be happy to tell you. Sounds like you want to psychoanalyze me first of all, yes. which is okay with me. <laughs> okay. Why 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 me? Why why would a journalist uh of all people, you know, not a cleric or um, you know, a pastor or a priest <clears throat> suddenly become passionate about, you know, spreading the 10 commandments all over the United States is the question. And, you know, I'll try to do this as quickly as I can. Um, I, I grew up in a, uh, a Catholic, um, home where, um, I, quite frankly, you know, Bible reading was not part of, uh, uh, my teaching. Um, uh-huh. and yeah, I heard about the Ten Commandments. I did not memorize them as a child, wasn't asked to, it was no, I vaguely had an idea of what some of them were, but I sure didn't know about the first four, for instance, which I think are, you know, uh, the most important. And they all have to do with our relationship with God. <clears throat> the second six have to do with our relationship with our fellow man. And um, uh, I also grew up in a very progressive uh, time, you know, the 60s, uh, my dad was a labor leader. <clears throat> I was a, you know, uh, very much left-wing radical, and so I didn't give a lot of thought <clears throat> to these issues, to be mm-hmm. very honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in college, uh, when everyone else was becoming radicalized, I converted to Christianity. Um, I had, you know, what I consider to be a very profound born-again experience, if you will, um, and it changed my life. It changed my worldview. Uh, I was already on a path to becoming a journalist because that's all I ever wanted to do with my life as a kid, as a you know college student, what have you. And so I entered the media world at that point <clears throat> like a fish out of water because uh, I have to tell you that even back in uh, the late 70s and early 80s, um, the newsrooms of America had already been transformed to a highly secular, highly progressive uh, institutions, uh, to say the least. Uh, it's probably more so now, but I have to tell you, back then it was... I remember, just for the sake of illustration, uh-huh. uh, at one point in the 1980s, I was running a newsroom and a major uh, newspaper in Los Angeles... And um, I remember looking around the newsroom at my fellow <laughs> workers and thinking to myself, I'll bet I'm the only person in here who goes to church huh. on Sunday. And I'm pretty sure that was a correct assumption. I knew all these folks very well. I'd worked with them for years. So, you know, so I'm in a world that's very secular, highly progressive, and um, and so... Uh, you know that's where I come from, and I, w- w- that experience, uh, I think, allowed me to see uh, the problem we were entering into already mm. in this country. It's gotten much worse since then. Um, it's as, look, America was founded uh, on a on a foundation uh, of uh, Judeo-Christian principles. Uh, our founding fathers had a lot of faith. In God, it's all over their writings. The Declaration of Independence is a spiritual document. The Constitution is really just the the structural 
system that they set up that was in fact inspired by the Bible, even the tripartite um, uh, system of government we have is, is mm. based on <clears throat> on on that. Mm. So um, I look at all that. I see America in economic crisis. I see it in uh, foreign policy crises. I see it in a moral crisis. And I say, what's the root cause of this? And you know, there's more to it than spreading the Ten Commandments around for sure. But I thought that was a good place to start. And I have to tell you, Carol. One last thing, that I really believe that God put this on my heart to do it. Uh, I really felt tugged in that direction. And the clincher came when somebody wrote to me an email and said, um, I've been sitting on this domain name called the, the Ten TenCommandments.com, and God told me I should offer it to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, wow. And so I said, I better do something with this, and that's what this campaign is all about. And so about 10 days ago, we, as we mentioned, we launched the first of what I hope to be hundreds of billboards around the country uh, that, that say, Thus saith the Lord, lists the you know, abbreviated King James English version of the Ten Commandments and the TenCommandments.com, very simple, straightforward, and it is having an unbelievable, I mean, the impact so far that I can measure is just, you know, beyond anything I could have imagined. We're hearing from people, I mean, people are making donations for sure. People are contacting us by the hundreds saying, how do I, you know, what can I do to get one of these in my community? Hmm. And that's exactly what we wanted to stir, a partnership with like-minded, like-spirited people who say, you know, enough is enough. We're tired of seeing the Ten Commandments chased out of classrooms, out of courtrooms in America, uh, out of the public arena. Um, and you know what? I don't think the ACLU can stop us from putting up billboards. And that's uh, that's the First Amendment at work there. Well, has has there been any backlash? The only backlash we've seen so far is sort of in the blogosphere, where we've got a lot of detractors I'll tell you about one that really struck me as uh, bizarre. I mean, very mean-spirited for the most part, but I thought the most notable part was that uh, this blogger, who shall remain nameless, made the case that um, the Ten Commandments not only did not come from God, did not even come from Moses, uh, Moses plagiarized them from the Hittites. And why I thought that was so amusing is that, you know, I've been studying the Bible for many, many years and and reading a lot of Bible criticism, people who like to try to take the Bible apart. And I remember uh, decades ago, uh, I saw a case made that the Bible was inaccurate because it mentioned a civilization called the Hittites, and there was no historical or archaeological, archaeological evidence to suggest the Hittites ever mm. existed. And then... Years later, of course, uh, there was all kinds of archaeological hmm. evidence, to see, and and suddenly now the Hittites are being credited with the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Turning it around, now you can't keep it. up with these people. First, they don't exist, and then they not only existed, but they're the ones who inspired Western civilization. Oh dear! I mean, and I guess it's that kind of cynicism that your campaign is in part trying to address. 
Yeah, it's silliness more than anything else. It's not cynicism. It's pure ignorance. And 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 the other thing that see the Ten Commandments is a very divisive document, if you will, uh, because what happens with the Ten Commandments? People read them. A lot of people look at them and say, you know, this this makes sense. This this convicts me. This makes me want to do the right thing. Other people say, I don't want to live with these rules, and so I'm going to reject them, and I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to design a God in my own image. And those are basically the two main reactions that people have to the Ten Commandments and the Bible more generally, but specifically the Ten Commandments, because these, this, is, these, this is the moral law. This is what defines right from wrong. This is what tells you what is sinful. And, of course, from a Christian standpoint, and I believe from a, 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 a Jewish standpoint as well, it's important to understand what sin is because you have to repent from sin mm-hmm. in order to find salvation. Uh, that isn't a new thing uh, that, that, that Jesus uh, taught us. That was actually always part of the covenant that God had with his people. Uh-huh. Well, I hear the music, which means we need to take our first break. Um, my guest is Joseph Farah. We're talking about the lost Ten Commandments and the decline of America. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, and stay tuned for more. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. My guest today is Joseph Farrer. We're talking about the lost Ten Commandments and the decline of America. And uh, Mr. Farrer's um, plans to uh, 
to fix all this by um, having launched a campaign to bring the Ten Commandments to a billboard nearest you. And they have so far um, gone up, did you say, 11 of them? 11, all in Las Vegas. Yeah, we're going to go from city to city with as splashy a campaign as we can do in, in, in each market. And so, um, so do you have someone on the ground in Las Vegas who is, you know, feeding you, calling you every day, telling you what's been happening? No, we have to send people. We have what we do is we generally hire photographers to go double check that our boards go up yes. and actually take pictures of them, even though that's usually supposed to be provided by the billboard companies. But we have we have one full time person devoted to, you know, searching out billboard opportunities and working on this campaign uh, and, you know, helping. Me. I'm, I'm sort of working on it a lot of my time, too, but, but in figuring out where we go next and getting the best prices we can get and that sort of thing. Yes, well, it's certainly, it's, you know, I'm Jewish, and um, when I was, uh, I was raised, you know, I went to Sunday school um, from the time I was six, I think, and I was confirmed at 13. That's a graduate for my listeners who don't know what that is. I wasn't bus mitzvahed because I, my family belonged to a reform synagogue, but I was um, confirmed, meaning that at 13 or 15, actually, it was uh, you, you are graduated from Sunday school. That means that you, you know, you took all the classes, you passed mm-hmm. all the classes, and so on. And um, and certainly, we had in the temple the Ten Commandments right over the beamer, right, right on top above the altar. Um, it was something that you would naturally look at all the time that you were there. And I just kind of took it. I guess I, you know, in a way, I guess I took it for granted because it was shocking to me. When I started hearing some years ago, I don't know exactly, you probably know better than I do when it started, but little by little, um, the Ten Commandments being taken, uh, taken down mm-hmm. in, 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 um, as you were saying, in schools and in courts and in law schools and, and, um, I mean, it, it, it just seemed like, it just seemed like this was, just well, it wasn't right, but it just seemed like something that could have never happened. I wouldn't have ever exactly. anticipated that happening. Well, I grew up. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm older than you, uh, Dr. Carroll, but I remember, you know, praying in school and 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 the classrooms, the communities that I grew up in were uh, were were mixed communities. Um, in fact, heavily Jewish, as it so, should happen. And you know, so we we said prayers together in in school, and we had the Ten Commandments posted in in classrooms and so forth. And and, and not until 1963, a U.S. Supreme Court case brought by uh, Madeleine Murray O'Hare, you know, the famous atheist, late atheist, late person, um, did did all that change. And <clears throat> it was it was a dramatic change. And if you look at the way our culture and our society has changed. Since then, not just because of that, but all that that triggered along with it, you know, uh, all the other court cases. Suddenly, this became the law of the land that that displaying the Ten Commandments and praying uh, in public was somehow, you know, inappropriate now. And I believe that dynamic was a, a major shift in our culture. I mean, you know, there have been many studies where yes. people have tracked what's happened since then, how crime is... We didn't have school shootings mm-hmm. in, in, in my day. In my day, we had shooting clubs. We're, you know, we brought our guns to school, <laughs> and we would, we, would, 
we had shooting clubs or we'd you know have target practice huh. after school and we didn't have school shooting huh. massacres like we have now is that I mean, what am I missing here? I mean, I think that what's happened is we've removed this idea that there is truly such thing as right from wrong. We've become morally relativistic, and I think that is a direct offshoot from the banishment of these biblical values that Jews and Christians share and have shared in America since its very, very beginning. Uh, and it's one of the things that has made this country great. And I think if you look around today, I think most people would agree we're we're in decline now. Yes. Is there yes. a correlation? I believe there is. Yes. I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, I mean, I think I, I don't know. You know, as I was saying at the when I introduced you, is it is that we've become. Our society likes to think that we're now too cool. We don't need that. I mean, you were saying that people like to make their own laws and their own image and so on. But uh, I mean, something there, something has definitely gone awry. And well, that's what the you know that's what the Bible says at various times in the history of of Israel. Uh, you know, the prophets would say, uh, and this there came a time when men did what was right in their own eyes you see that over and over again that phrase mm. uh, and that's when the nation of israel starts to have problems and decline and get, get, goes into limited judgments and sometimes you know complete judgments where where the nation is destroyed and 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 it, you can look around and look at every empire uh that is you know uh, uh, come before um, this American empire that we live in, and they've all collapsed uh, after moral decay. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I don't know why Americans think we're going to be different than every other civilization in the history of the world. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think there's a pattern that's clearly been established. And if we, you know, here's another way to put it. I believe the, the, our founding fathers you know, invented the system of government that was great. But they all said one thing. They said, no system of government is going to work, especially a system of self-government, like they, you know, limited self, constitutionally limited self-government will work unless you have a moral people, Mm -hmm. a moral citizenry. Mm -hmm. And now the question is, do we still have that? And if not, how can we expect to continue to govern ourselves? And the only alternative to governing ourselves is basically to be governed, to be subjects of government. And I think that's exactly where we're headed right now. Yes. <laughs> yes, with um, the changes that are being made in the White House. Mm-hmm. Not yes. just the White House. But it's been, I'm not even going to blame Obama. I'm going to say this has been a trend that's been going on for a long time with administrations, both parties, Congresses of both parties. You know, government's getting bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. taking on more responsibility all the time, and doing things that are clearly not part of its enumerated powers under the Constitution. And the people go along with it because, you know, they don't have any higher authority than government to be accountable to. Yes, yes. And and I think um, that uh, it also has to do with, it's been worse since 9-11, and I yeah. think it also has to do with the psychological impact of 9-11. I, I actually wrote a book called Coping with Terrorism, Dreams Interrupted that was published in London. 
and I talk about the psychological impact that 9-11 has had and still has uh, and living under the threat of terrorism has. I mean, I think that it has changed something in all of our psyches in America and that we are more easily dominated in a sense because we feel so that that made us feel powerless at the well, time. Well, Dr. Carroll, I um, I don't know if you've read a book called The Harbinger by Jonathan Kahn. Uh, no. It's been the number one uh, Christian book in America for over a year. Um, and I made a documentary movie uh, along the lines of that book in conjunction with the author called The Isaiah 910 Judgment. And ba- the basic thesis of that is that 9-11 was one of those limited judgments that God sometimes um, allows to happen, Uh, whether it's Israel or whether it's, you know, the Soviet Union or the United States of America, in order to try to awaken his people. Mm. And I I, I absolutely, I believe the, the case is made so persuasively in that book and in that movie, which is the number one faith movie in the country for 45 weeks, and working on that really, I mean, inspired me to do what I'm doing right now with these huh. Ten Commandments. Huh. I'll be very honest with you. I, 9-11 was a seminal moment in American history, and we still don't understand it. We haven't come to grips with it. We don't know what to make of it, and, but it's changed everything. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, where are... <laughs> That that kind of, um, I mean, it all sort of goes together and all. Another reason why hopefully this Ten Commandment campaign is going to be so important in terms of waking people up in a more positive kind of way, not to be uh, so easily dominated, but to actually um, get the message, <laughs> you know, get yeah. God's message. And, and, this is, and here's what I th- hope comes from it. You know, I, I really want to do two, accomplish two things if we can with this. One is... You know there there are lots of there are lots of people out there who who want to do the right thing, and who are trying to do the right thing, and that's all any of us can do. By the way, none of us are going to, you know, live up to God's standards, ever. We can't do it. It's you know we, that takes perfection. None of us are per- perfect, but we're supposed to strive to be to do that, and we're supposed to repent when we fall short of the mark. And that's something I want all those people who have, you know, good hearts, who uh, I, I want to get them to do that. There are others who are just in rebellion. And let's have fun with them. And maybe some of them will come around. Let's have a great debate and dialogue with them. You know, Christopher Hitchens, one of the most famous, famous atheists, uh, the late Christopher Hitchens, I should say, I thought he had something very uh, powerful to say. He said, one of the great questions of philosophy is, do we innately have morality, or do we get it from celestial dictation? A study mm-hmm. of the Ten Commandments is a very good way of getting into and resolving that issue. So let's have that debate. Let's, you know, let's talk about the Ten Commandments, whether we agree, disagree that they're divinely inspired, what have you, but I think it's a healthy thing for us. Yes, absolutely. Very important. You know, in, in Santa Monica, um, I know you, you were uh, the news, executive news editor at the L.A. Herald-Examiner mm-hmm. uh, for six years, so you know L.A. well. In Santa Monica, um, there was a, it has been brewing for a while, but it sort of, this past year, it, uh, the atheists really won over. Uh, there's a Christmas 
um, or a holiday celebration, they put up, um, oh, I don't know what to call it. They, they put up, uh, there, there's, there are little areas to put up creches and to put up, um, you know, different holiday um, billboards, different holiday uh Oh dear! I have to continue that celebrations and and normally most of it um, was the nativity scene, um, but but they had to do it by lottery in order to give out the assigned spaces. And uh, this past year, the atheists there were so many atheists who who put in however you get the, the uh, get to vote in the lottery, get a chance in the lottery um, that most of these of these spaces were won by atheists. <laughs> and that was sort of the end of the of course there's still a fight I'm sure there's going to be a fight next year too about what's going to happen but just to you know just to drive home the point of of uh, I mean something like that was it was fine it was a tradition for many years and then all of a sudden or well not all of a sudden but growing from year to year was until now um, where the majority of the spaces are atheists you know that proves God's not the party pooper it's the atheists who are <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do need to take another break. Um, my guest is Joseph Farah. He is uh, um, launching, he has launched this Ten Commandments billboard campaign. Hopefully it will be coming to one nearest you. Uh, stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Do you find yourself tearing pictures of rooms out of magazines? Do you watch certain movies and TV programs because of the homes they show? Are Sundays reserved for open houses? Then you are a home dreamer. And someday, you will build or renovate your dream home. Steve Clip has spent three decades learning how to win at the dream home game. His show, Winning the Dream Home Race, can be heard every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Let Steve Clip help save you money and make you a winner. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about the lost Ten Commandments and the decline of America. 
with my guest, Joseph Farah, who is, thanks to him, bringing the Ten Commandments to you, to a billboard nearest you. Um, at the end of the show, I'm going to give you all kinds of uh, information, as contact information, how you can get one in your community and how you can um, uh, contribute to the fund that is... Uh, uh, spreading them all over the states. And since we've been talking about them for the first half of the show, I thought we would now actually um, recite, well, I, I would ask my guest, Joseph, to recite them, but also to give your, you know, not just to read them, but to give your take on them. Sure. Well, as I said, you know, the first four have to do with our relationship with God, and they, they start out, and, and, you know, remember, they're, a lot of versions of the Ten Commandments from different translations. I'm using uh, the King James, and, and we're abbreviating them because they're quite a bit. Some of them are quite a bit longer in their actual original form. But first one is, "Thou shalt have no other gods before me," and you know, basically, that is a proclamation by God that, "Hey, I, I am, I am the God," you know, and uh, so you don't invent false gods and worship them, which is something that a lot of us do. You know, we, 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 we have a problem with what God is telling us to do, so, hey, I'll change gods, you know. Yes, yeah, so of course, materialism is, is, is sort of one of the biggies uh, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The second one is, thou shalt not make uh, unto thee any graven images. And that's when a lot of people don't really understand. What does that mean? What, who makes graven images? <laughs> but it really has to do with idol worship. It was very common in, you know, the, the 3,000 years ago when the Ten Commandments were handed down from Mount Sinai. Uh, and in fact, even the children of Israel were guilty of this frequently, yeah. um, uh, making idols. Cat. Yeah, exactly whether they were made of stone or wood or what have you. And that's just something God detests. Um, and then number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And a lot of debate about what that means. Some, most people think it means, you know, like swearing, right? Just saying, oh, GD or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, others believe what it really means is misrepresenting yourself, you know, by, let's say, I call myself a Christian, but I don't behave as a Christian, and mm-hmm. I, I'm a bad witness to, to, to God, that is another way of taking mm. the Lord thy God's name in vain. And then the fourth one, which is another very controversial in the Christian community, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Um, somewhere along the line, Christians got the crazy idea that the Sabbath was changed to Sunday somehow, and that was a man-made decision in about Hmm. 300 A.D. I believe that the Sabbath is the same Sabbath, the seventh-day Sabbath that that God... By the way, this proceeds Moses, because there was a Sabbath for Adam and Eve, there was a Sabbath for Noah, uh, and so uh, I think a lot of... Most of the Christian world is actually breaking the fourth commandment without even realizing it. Mm. You mean you're uh, thinking it's it's supposed to be Saturday? That, that's right. Mm-hmm. Friday night to Saturday night. Right. Hmm. Uh, and then uh, number five is honor thy father and thy mother. That's pretty straightforward. Yes, that's and one it, that my parents used to remind me of. <laughs> they used to nudge me in temple all the time. Get that? You heard that one? <laughs> uh huh. And I think one of the reasons for that is because it's so difficult for people to 
know God and worship God if they don't have a good relationship with their parents, mm. especially their father. Mm. And um, and and so you know, even if you don't have, nobody has a perfect father and mother. You know, everybody's got complaints about mom and dad, and some of them are very very legitimate. There are some terribly abusive parents, but there's still something, you know, an acknowledgement that they are they're your parents that's important or whoever raises you and becomes your father and mother mm-hmm. it's important to honor them number six is the one everybody knows because very few of us actually end up breaking it and that is thou shalt not kill or thou shalt not murder is probably a better translation for it and that's the standard we all measure ourselves by hey i haven't killed anybody i'm a good person uh thou shalt not commit adultery uh Again, pretty straightforward. But today, you know, everybody commits adultery. Mm-hmm. Everybody you watch on television commits mm-hmm. adultery. Everybody in the movies is committing adultery. It's rampant. And, yeah. and, and you know, I had a host ask me recently, he said, you think there should be laws against adultery? And I said, well, huh. not exactly, but here's what I think. I think that if you, you know, when we went to um, no-fault divorce, was a terrible mm. tragedy for this country mm. because, you know, our children, the children of divorce suffer because of it immeasurably. Yes. And marriage used to be like a contract, a covenant yes. between two people. And now that's a, and, and there were, you know, there were legitimate reasons to seek divorce and there were illegitimate reasons and the divorce could be contested. None of that happens anymore it's an automatic thing if one party wants to get out of it then it's a done deal and the children are the ones who suffer and usually women ultimately are the Mm -hmm. ones who suffer the most Mm -hmm. thou shalt not steal uh, pretty self-explanatory thou shalt not bear false witness or lying uh, and thou shalt not covet uh, which is you know really the, the sin of envy is what we're talking about there I you know, whether it's coveting a person or a house or a lifestyle, a lot of us are covetous in America these days. Everybody's envious of the rich and the famous, and we want to redistribute the wealth because that's the fair thing to do. That's covetous. Yes, yes. I mean, of course, the whole uh, Madison Avenue advertising would go out of business <laughs> if we listened to that commandment. <laughs> so I ask you, you know, do you think there's anything really preposterous in in that list? And and have has man ever come up with a better set of moral standards than that? I don't even think man is capable of coming up with. That set of things. I, I believe they were divinely inspired. In fact, I believe literally that they were etched in stone mm-hmm. tablets on Mount Sinai with, by the finger of God, as the Bible says. And so I think they're to be taken very seriously, and I think they're forever. Oh, by the way, a lot of Christians, Carol, I don't know if you know this, think that they're not subject to the Ten Commandments anymore. Why is that? Oh, because uh, Jesus came to destroy the law even though he said just the opposite and said not one yacht or one tittle of the law will uh, will be changed or destroyed until you know the end of time and so but but it, it's a, it's a long story how they get there 
I won't bore you with the details, but <clears throat> this is a real problem within the Christian church right now. Well, you know, even if um, somebody has a question as to whether or not they came from the finger of God, whether they mm-hmm. were etched into the mm-hmm. two tablets, right. um, just reading it, just being, you know, I mean, if someone wasn't brought up in with that kind of a uh, deep religious connection, still, at, at the very least, if you just read these things, um, you can tell that this is what a heart-scented civilization should do. I, I, I mean, um, I mean, there's, it just makes common sense that that these are laws that we should be living by. I think also, <clears throat> this may sound overly spiritual to people, but I believe that you know, even before <clears throat> they came down from Mount Sinai, that God had actually put these laws in the hearts of human beings, mm. that people knew right from wrong, right from the start. And, you know, obviously, believe in Adam and Eve, uh, they did. Their law was very simple. Don't eat anything from this tree over here. That was the one, the one law they had to deal with. But uh, but if you look at civilizations and cultures around the world, one of the things anthropologists have found is that they all have a moral code that resembles the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. even cultures that had never heard of the Bible, never mm. heard of Moses, never heard of uh, Judaism, never heard of Christianity, they have at least most of these laws guide their their civilizations, which is really incredible. How does that happen? I think I think it's 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 it within us even if we don't uh aren't faced with them every day on billboards. Well, okay, but then how do you explain the fact that so many people have turned away from them? If because it, they don't like it. They don't, they don't want to live that way. They want to commit adultery. They want to lie. They want to cheat. They want so to even steal. Though de- it's de- what you're saying is even <laughs> though it's in their heart, which, which it, it, I actually like that. That is a, a, a lovely way to think about it. Um, but even though it's in their heart, they're sort of turning against themselves, which actually makes sense because it is self-destructive what we're doing. Right. It's it's just a matter of rebellion and it's simply that you know uh I I'm I'm doing something that you know somebody says is wrong that that God says is wrong. So I'm going to I'm going to invent a new god. My god doesn't believe every my god says everybody goes to heaven. I mean, how many times have you heard that? On what basis does everybody go to heaven? You mean Adolf Hitler is in heaven? I mean, what kind of a God of justice is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that's, you know, you can say it, but we're, you know, that doesn't sound like justice to me. I think we serve a just God who's got some simple, really simple rules for us that are good for us and that respect him. And uh, if we live by them, we're we're going to be okay. If we don't, we're in rebellion, we're going to get the desires of our heart anyway. Because God will let you do whatever you want to do. If you want to go kill a whole bunch of people, God's going to let you do that. But there, there's going to be justice in the end. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and uh, so part of the problem is that people don't believe that they're. A lot of people think they're going to get away with it somehow. Right. Whether it's exactly. killing people or or um, you know drinking too much or or having a lot of adultery or, or whatever mm-hmm. that that uh they're not sh- sure that that 
that there is going to be uh, hell to pay, so to speak. <laughs> well, I'm going to, um, if you would, I know my guest, Joseph Barra, again, the founder of CEO and CEO of WND.com and of WND Books and so on, and, and um, the author of the 2003 bestseller, Taking America Back, and of 12 other books that he's authored or co-authored and so on, he actually has to go put, <laughs> work on his billboard campaign. <laughs> and I'm not going to hold him back anymore. I appreciate your – this has been so important, and I, I really um, agree with so much of it, and I think you've really touched the hearts and minds of my listeners. And I will, for the remainder of the show, tell people uh, – I'm going to give them the quotes that are on your uh, – that, that you've provided me with regarding what people have said about the Ten Commandments um, that sort of underline what you've been saying and um, and also tell people how they can contribute and how they can get a Ten Commandment billboard uh, nearest them in their community. So thank you so much well, again, Well, thank Joseph you so Sarah. much, Carol. You are my kind of shrink. <laughs> well, That's all i got to say. Thanks so, so much for the opportunity. Thank God bless. you. And thank you all for listening. We're going to be uh, right back. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, Tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We've been talking today about the Lost Ten Commandments and the decline of America with my guest, Joseph Farah. And um, he, as uh, we've been talking about, has begun this campaign to bring the Ten Commandments to a billboard nearest you. He started with Las Vegas, Sin City, and there are now 11 billboards erected in that city. Um, and he has, as he was saying, he's had a wonderful 
response to this with people um, donating money or finding out how they can get a billboard of the Ten Commandments in their community. So first, I want to give you all of that information. Um, you can go to the TenCommandments.com. That's sort of the uh, main place where you can go to find out about that, how to sponsor a billboard in your community, um, the TenCommandments.com. And you can also um, find out about uh, more about, w- well, you can go to WND.com. You can go to, uh, uh, there's a super, the super, it's called Superstore dot wnd dot com and there's also um, a page about the Ten Commandments and what else um, if you would like to mail in a check one second if you would like to mail in a check either a donation to the campaign or uh, you can send that to you you make the, ch- the check to WND with a notation Ten Commandments campaign, and you send them to WorldNetDaily.com Incorporated, uh, twenty twenty Pennsylvania Avenue, Northwest Suite three fifty one, Washington D.C. two two zero 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 six, and um, you can also look at the books you know on the WND.com website. Uh, there are the books that. Uh, Joseph Farah wrote and that the other people wrote that are um, related to some of these issues. And um, and let me read to you, because I find these were lovely, these uh, quotes about the Ten Commandments. I mean, they really drive this whole thing home. Um, Joseph had said that his favorite of these is the quote by Cecil B. DeMille. It says, Cecil B. DeMille said, Man has made 32 million laws since the commandments were handed down to Moses on Mount Sinai, but he has never improved on God's law. Cecil B. DeMille. Um, Then from uh, James Madison, uh, in in, in 1778, James Madison said to the General Assembly of the State of Virginia, We have staked the whole future of American civilization, not upon the power of government, far from it. We've staked the future of all our political institutions upon our capacity to sustain ourselves according to the Ten Commandments of God. So, I mean, this was what our forefathers were thinking. Similarly, um, in November... On November 4th, 1816, in a letter to Thomas Jefferson, John Adams wrote, The Ten Commandments and the Sermon on the Mount contain my religion. Zig Ziglar said, If God would have wanted us to live in a permissive society, he would have given us ten suggestions and not ten commandments. If God would have wanted us to live in a permissive society, he would have given us ten suggestions and not ten commandments. I like that, Zig Ziglar. Um, then um, Ronald Reagan said, we might come close to balancing the budget if all of us lived closer to the commandments and the golden rule. Hmm. That's uh, timely. We might come closer to balancing the budget if all of us lived closer to the commandments and the golden rule. Then um, Christopher Hitchens, um, who uh, Mr. Farah mentioned, as a noted uh, atheist, said, one of the great questions of philosophy is, do we innately have morality or do we get it from celestial dictation? A study of the Ten Commandments is a very good way of getting into and resolving that issue. And that's what he was suggesting that we all start debating now. And obviously, if there are billboards 
uh, spreading around the country, this um, will will pro- provoke um, a debate like this. Rex uh, Roy Moore said the Ten Commandments are the divinely revealed law. Um, Phyllis Shafley said, no, I've had her on this show. Phyllis Shafley said, Congress should pass legislation to remove from the federal courts their jurisdiction to hear these outrageous challenges to the Ten Commandments and the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes, that's the other one that uh, has been <laughs> incredibly battered, the Pledge of Allegiance, something else that we took for granted growing up. Um, and again, that was Congress should pass legislation to remove from the federal courts their jurisdiction to hear these outrageous challenges to the Ten Commandments and the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes, I, um, I agree with that. And then Gary Bauer said, I believe if more American children read the Ten Commandments and are taught what they mean, they will predictably engage in less crime. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, again, I really would urge you all, I mean, it is, not a, it is not a coincidence that our country has been going down the tubes as um, the Ten Commandments have been taken down from one building at a time one institution at a time, and we're, they're not in front of our face all the time. Um, and these are basic... I loved what uh, Joseph Farah said about that, his, his thought that God inscribed them on our hearts before we were born and before they actually did come down in tablet form. So whether you believe that there was a burning bush <laughs> and God came forth from it and presented these tablets uh, or not, it doesn't... I mean, I certainly believe in that. Um, but in any case, uh, just read these commandments, and they are self-evident as clearly uh, the rules that a heart-centered civilization should live by. And so, again, I urge you to um, please send in donations, or, or even better, um, contact the uh, WND at um, the Ten Commandments. Dot com and that's the the word ten is written out the ten t e n commandments dot com check out how you can bring this to your own community and the more that we get people talking about this and seeing these things in front of our our eyes all the time um, the more we can hopefully find our way back to this um, heart centered society and civilization that we were more so uh, a while ago. So thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.